Here's a podcast. No, not ever. Not since we heard that guy pooping. <laughs> Please tell the story. Over the radio. <laughs> Please tell that story. Wait, have I not told the story? Not on the podcast, I don't think. Oh. Well, the one day we were on set, so to be fair, we didn't hear, like, there were no, like, fart sounds or anything. Oh, damn. It was just heavy breathing. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it, it makes was, it worse. I think, it, yeah, it does make it a little bit. Um, and a lot of, like, moving around. We heard the toilet flush, the, the sink being used but like we put two and two together and we were like oh and then once people (laughs) knew that somebody was taking a shit over the radio the bathrooms were like right there and everybody was like glued no to the toilet they wanted to see who it was and there the guy walked out. Stepped out to everyone and watching. was like... Oh, no. <laughs> Slow clap. Um, <laughs> he didn't seem... I would have died. Oh. He didn't seem all too phased. Do it. Hi, I'm gay number one, Jared. Um, <laughs> hi, and I'm gay number two, Carl. And we're perfectly and you're in watching. sync. <laughs> No. <laughs> the Gaysney Channel. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but like Charlie XCX it up. Wow. I don't know. How How do you like Charlie XCX dog in the blender sound? Yes. <laughs> the dog in the fucking blender. Yeah. <laughs> Back from the oh, broom. As E-E-P. like a just a just a just a, vroom, some vroom. context, uh, the first time Carl ever played the Vroom Vroom EP for me, uh, it's Trophy in the song Trophy. There's that <laughs> noise, and I said it sounds like someone just put a dog in a blender, and I didn't like it. But now that is my favorite song of the EP, so I have grown uh, to love it. It's become one of my favorite songs of all like. time. Um, but that's where that. Dog in the Blender reference comes from. Now that we're talking about Charlie XCX, this um, film. <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> what a beautiful segue! Um, yeah, the Welcome to Dumpster um, Salad, yeah. your movie listening podcast, a movie watching. We movie watch, you movie listen podcast. You movie listen. We watched Bottoms, the 2023 film. Yes. It was. An experience. Did you? It was. This came. Uh, oh fuck! When did this come out? This came out earlier this year. I can't remember the date. I didn't yeah. write it down. God damn! But I did write down some facts about it. If you guys want to watch it before this episode and you don't want to spoil anything, it just hit pause. It's available on Amazon. Uh, what is it? Prime Video. It's available on Prime Video for anyone to watch. Go ahead. Go watch it. Go watch it a second time, because it is a lot. Uh, Did you watch it a second time? Just to get straight into it, Carl, I watched it. And then I watched it again the next day. Uh, Because you enjoyed it so much or because you needed to? Both. I enjoyed it 
so I was willing to watch it a second time. But if we were going to sit down and talk about this movie, I need to watch it a second time. So much happens. I'm not going to lie. I very much don't remember much of the movie. We were, I, when did, I watched it not last week, the week before. Well, it's fine. I do I'll, still remember it. But I'll like, bring them up and you'll just remember exactly you what happened. Yeah. It is, but um, it, uh, it is a movie oh, that it, there's so much information because n- that nothing stops. Like it's one joke after another. There's no pauses. Random shit happens. Um, so I highly recommend you guys either watch it before this episode so you remember what we're talking about or just watch it twice for your own fun. The Bottoms is about two lesbians in high school, PJ and Josie, and basically they're losers and they want they want to find a way to get themselves with their crushes. And so the way they do that is they start a I mean, it's a fight club, but like a self-defense club. All they really do is punch each other and hurt each other. But yeah, so they start a self-defense club. Um, they get tangled up in lies that they've told. And it's just about women coming together and lesbians finding love. And that is... I feel like that basically sums up the movie. There's a lot of stuff in between, but that is like the bare bones description of the movie. Coming down from a lot of gay films this year, there were a lot of gay films this year. Wait, what gay films? There, well, there was Red, Red White, and Royal. Br- <laughs> Oh, that's true. Red, white, and that's, royal yeah. blue. Still can't do it. Um, Give up. There was the second season of Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker? Is it Heartbreaker? I think it's Hearts. Heartstopper. Heart... Yeah. Um, Saltburn. There was another one that I can't think of at the moment. That came out the same. Oh, um, there was that Paul Mescal movie with Luke Evans. What's, what movie? Uh, with Luke Evans. And then there was also um, that TV series with Jonathan Bailey and what's his face? So there's been a lot of gay shit this, this year, uh, but it was refreshing to see some lesbian shit. Like I feel like, I feel like we've passed the precipice of like gay shit is now you know it's in it's popping, people are willing to watch gay shit. People need to be willing now to cross over into lesbian shit because once lesbian. you've once you've cr- crossed the lesbian threshold, there is just a world of art waiting for you. I'm just think about movies like. You, the bottoms fucking was great. Think if you think music, holy shit, lesbians in music, well, bisexuals yeah, the in music have been killing the music. Hell, so many lesbians. At, oh, and the bi, the bisexual women as well. 
Hot Damn Chapel, Damn. Baby Queen, those albums, um, Hot Shit. So yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm glad that we've we we've reached the precipice of crossing into the lesbian multimedia space because it's a I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna be trending. <laughs> it's gonna be the new thing. Trending. It's so in. Yeah, let's give Lesbians Rachel. Sin- so in. Rachel Sennett needs to just you know be given Disney levels of budget because damn, if this is what she can create or at least co-create on a budget of eleven point three million, then imagine what she, she could do, do on a- with like fifty mil. Because she doesn't need like 200 million Um, or 100 million. Like, she doesn't need to be making that kind of movie. And I think she knows that. She's a very good writer and comedian. I'm going to hot take right out the gate. Um, I didn't even ask if you don't know. What? No, no, no. What were you going to say? Oh, I. Don't know if I'm a fan of this movie. <gasps> I don't not like it. I just feel the movie is very like the story is like based in like what level of reality is this film like based in? You know what I mean? It's like people just say <gasps> stupid shit. Yes. And it's like nothing. Uh, you know, there was that whole thing where, um, Josie, like, opens up and she tells this big lie and, like, is being vulnerable. Yeah, about murdering someone. About, like, almost murdering a person. And then her crush is like, I think you're so brave. It's very, like... That would never happen in real life. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um... Which I, like, it wasn't, I watched this in a single sitting. Like, I put it on and I finished it. Hot damn! Um, it gripped you. But I was also sick the day that I watched it, so okay. I wasn't really doing much. Um, but Talk yeah, on. I feel like, for me, it was a, just a weird place. A middle the of the film, road, like weird we said, movie. there's just a lot going on. Well, I think you're 100 correct. There's a lot correct. going on, but nothing ever really happens. Yes, you're 100. You're 100 correct sense. in like your evaluations of the movie. Your uh, perception of the film is grounded in reality. I think you, are, your opinions are valid. It's a complete work of fiction. However. That's film. It's so fun. It was. I loved it. I thought it was a great movie because it was so stupid and so lighthearted and so. There was no reality to it. It had its head in the clouds. It was like let's just. It, it was like improv. Like when you go watch improv, that's what it felt like. It was well, like shooting yeah. shit. Like coming up with ideas between people. That's how it felt, and. And I'm sure that's what the writing process was like as well. They were probably like, okay, cool, let's do it. And let's do What if they go, oh, yeah, and what if this happens? Oh, sh- and then we should do this instead of, like, plotting A to B. Instead of having, like, 
here's the start, here's the end. How are we gonna get there? They the just end. like ran yeah. with it like a mind map. And I love that kind of shit. Like I'm like, oh, I don't want to think yeah, about I mean, anything in my <clears> life. <throat> I want fiction. I've realized no lessons. <laughs> you are a fan of like those type of films, like Hot Rod. Yes, um, complete ridiculousness is where I live yeah. in my love my chaotic little movies. I just feel like I, I, my humor and taste is maybe different in that way. And it's allowed to be. That's how we have I don't think... a dichotomy here on the podcast. Wow, you're using such fancy vocabulary. Thank um, you. Yeah, that was it, just my... There's like a like 50-50 chance that my vocabulary use is incorrect. But fuck it. But I'm he's just gonna use using the words. some words anyways. You did one sitting, which is usually a positive thing. Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised. It was an entertaining movie. Was it, it was too much an, or was it the premise? I think it's just like the general... Theme. It, it was... Like, I feel like I wanted it to be, for the, I don't know. Like I said, it felt like there was stuff happening, but there was nothing happening. So it just didn't hit. It was, yeah, it was, I enjoyed it, but I just feel like I need it. I felt like there was something missing and I can't tell you okay. what it is, but it just felt like, one of those movies for me that, like, I've watched it now, and so I don't feel the need uh, to watch it again. I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything that I would take away from a second okay. viewing. See, this, if that makes sense. This would become, uh, maybe, over time, this will become one of my comfort movies. I'm definitely going to um, show this to like a bunch of people. I'm going to show it to my cousin. I'm going to show it to my sister. My sister's going to fucking hate it because she loves Nicholas Sparks. So that's the difference between us. A lot of the reason I watched it a second time the next day was because I watched it alone. And uh, after watching it, I was like, no, Michael, you have to watch this movie. And so I sat him down the next day and I was like, watch it. And I will, to be fair, he felt very much the way you feel. Like, he thought it was fun and cool. Well, he'll never watch it again, and it's not something he'll ever talk about. And I think he didn't like the overall uh, premise yeah. either. So you can I feel be validated. Like you enjoy that, like, ridiculous... Emptiness. I love emptiness like, in movies. It's kind of like they're telling a joke, but it's also like the joke is the story, if that makes Yeah. Since it's not like you're telling a joke to make it funny. It's you're telling a joke because that's literally it's just like like what it's the dialogue, you know what I mean? Yeah. There are like, a couple that's just like, how they talk to each other. There are a couple running jokes in this that I will um get to, but before we do, uh maybe I don't know if this will help in terms of like you maybe going, oh, that explains some of it. But they did have, production-wise, they did have a couple issues with this movie. Um, there were a few things that were also 
uh, in test test screenings that they then subsequently cut out, um, they had a scene where the girls actually went to boot camp, like they went to military training, and that was going to be a storyline. Yeah. And I think they scrapped it in favor of the Juvie storyline, but they had scenes and everything, and it didn't. Those scenes didn't score well with test audiences. Um, however, this movie did get ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I see. I mean, it is very much. It's very liked. This movie was produced by Rachel Sennett, who is the lead actress who plays. PJ, and then PJ. Yeah. Um, it was also produced by Elizabeth Banks. She, of course, she's going to be the one to pick up something completely wild like this. Um, uh, it also stars Io Ideberry. Ideberry. Io Ideberry. I think that's I think that's how you say. I even looked. I went and looked at a bunch of interviews with her name, and I was like, "How do you pronounce her name?" It's Io Idabiri or Idabiri. It Idabiri Idabiri. I thought it was going to be something different. You know who she is, right? She's the one who plays Josie. Yeah. Okay. Both these girls are your age. They're both twenty-eight, and they are both stand-up comedians. And obviously, they. Our movie stars, uh, Rachel. I don't know. She write bodies, bodies, bodies. I know she starred in it. She starred in it. I don't know if she wrote it. Okay. Um, and then uh, Io is a writer for What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, oh yeah. my! She's a writer okay. on that on that TV series, like a permanent writer. She's in The Bear as well, um, season two, I think, and season three because it's just been renewed. So both these girls are it girls at the moment, I would say. They're huge. Like they're, for at least with the younger generations, because they are sort of millennial Gen Z, uh, and their humor Wait, is very much Gen Z. We are millennials. Elder, uh, oh. like cusp millennials. Okay. So they're also cusp they're our millennial. Age, yeah. So. But they, yeah, and they have lots of Gen Z humor. Like that's what their movies play up for. The budget of, of this movie was eleven point three million, and in the worldwide box office, it made twelve point seven million. So I would call it a success. They made back what they, what they, what their budget was, and some more. Um, wasn't like a huge success, but it was a small movie. Yeah. So they did have issues with the movie in terms of pitching it, they could not get any campus to shoot on. They approached multiple campuses throughout the United States uh, about filming on their campus for this movie. And they would reject it by almost all campuses on basis of... uh, the school doesn't want to align itself with the ideologies within this movie. Basically being like, we don't want no gay shit here. Take your lesbian somewhere else. They could not shoot in campus because it was a lesbian leading movie. So they shot the most of the film in an abandoned gymnasium. How great. That's... And like, to me, I go, okay, that makes sense. Why? Like... 
the end of the movie looked so weird that 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 field and why yeah there weren't that many uh locations and if you note like the hallway uh, of the school that they're always in and then it's the classroom it's always very close it's 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 a very tight shot it's always a tight set lots of decor lots of posters and i I understand now oh it's because they didn't really have place to shoot they just had this like these two corridors that they could make in this gymnasium and then a classroom uh, and then the actual gymnasium where they had the fight club so like knowing that did change a little bit for me i was like okay i see smart it gave it was like a high school movie you know like an early 2000s high school movie Mm -hmm. except maybe less um where it's more of like a grown-up story yeah like it takes place in high school but it is more of like an adult story they always give me like the same vibe i didn't really notice anything about like um the the sets nothing like really stood out Okay, but that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, to me, all those posters, all those like there were so many flyers and posters, posters stuck around, saying different things, and everything was a joke or was comedic, which is a lot why this movie was so much information to take in the first time. Like all these posters with like "I love Jeff," "Jeff this." Um, uh, talking about the the game, how many days till the game? How twenty years in the making, kind of thing. There was so many oh, jokes, yes, yeah, so much that I can't even remember. Just plastered around, and it was changing all the time. Each flyer, each poster, piece of paper, so many pink pieces of paper. The classroom was absolute chaos. Could you read half the things that were on that whiteboard? I don't know if I looked at the whiteboard. Because it would always start with the, the, like, the teacher would write something and then he'd, like, walk in, go sit down and it'd be sort of like a slow pan and then it reveals more and more jokes along the side. Like, one of them being, like, a drawing of um, that other chick's mom and then being, like, Mrs. whatever is a MILF or something like that. And that's, like, right after the scene where he slept with her mom. Oh, yes, yeah. Like, I didn't. Also, I would, again, I was sick the day that I watched this. I feel like my head was maybe not. But it's not something that I, I don't know if I would have picked it up. Ah, this movie was I think I was just so focused on, like, trying to understand where the humor and the story was based that I was like, not paying attention to much of what was I feel around. Like you need to come over so we can watch the movie, so I can like hype up all the things that happen in the background. Because uh, so the, in the classroom scene, the teacher, um, he's like, "Okay, we're gonna learn about the Holocaust, and then and now you guys are gonna reenact it." And then he sits down and starts reading his porn magazine, and then. Um, Josie and PJ start talking about having 
him maybe be the um, fight club person. And in the background, as they're talking, all the like the students are busy reenacting and doing stuff. And like Jeff is being choked and they're like, oh, and like people are dying because they're reenacting the Holocaust. The Holocaust. The Holocaust. And then what stood out to me was the character, uh, I think, Brittany, the tall model one that PJ wants to sleep with. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, she's in the background, okay? And she goes up to a bowl of sweets that is just on a desk for some reason. And she grabs two handfuls of sweets puts them above her head like this and just walks to the other side of the frame. Just She just crosses <laughs> in the background, just holding two yeah. handfuls of sweets. And then people are going, I didn't uh, even see that. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what does that have to do? Is that is that the Holocaust <laughs> shower? <laughs> What's happening here? <clears throat> and there were so many scenes where if you just look in the background, you're like, What's going on? At the end, when all the guys are lying dead on the field and they're like panning out, there's this one bitch in the yellow jumper just running around, kicking their heads. Just <laughs> just slightly to the left of screen. There's a scene uh, in the beginning. They rock up to this festival. They walk across the parking lot from an odd angle and then they walk into the festival ground and they walk straight past the ticket booth and the ticket guy is holding all these tickets and stuff and he's just standing there and they just like walk right past. He didn't ask for any tickets. He was just, just he let all these people walk in and he was just sitting there in this little rickshaw ticket booth. And I was like, that man is useless. I love it. I Again, didn't. I did do, not do pick. yourself a favor, guys. Go rewatch the movie and just purely pay attention to the background acting. It is so funny. People had they were just able to do whatever the fuck they wanted. It was great. No direction. Just do whatever comes naturally. Honestly, that's what it felt like. But when you have people and characters who are over the top and overacting in every scene like it's fine you don't need to do anything routine and you don't ever have to do anything the same you could do something completely different because you've got you've got pj who's like super i don't know her character was great but kind of annoying because she was super defensive but then uh just a compulsive liar and Josie was great, but then she also had her her traits. Uh, she's just super unconfident and then no backbone kind of vibes. Uh, and then you have Jeff, who was just fucking, what? What was that? Jeff fucking hated him. Yes. No, you know, and his, the other guy, the captain, or well, not the captain. Yes, the, yeah. His best friend. Guy, I can't remember he his was character name. So annoying. Oh, hated. I've not hated a character on screen like that in a long time. For me, this is where like the movie completely lost me. Is where they hosted that pep rally 
and <laughs> made Hazel fight some guy. Wild. And just like, some ordinary dude. I just was like, what is this movie? What no is, one would let what that is happening? <laughs> that was mur- exactly. that basically murder. The, the, like, the action and quote-unquote gore in this movie was actually really hectic. And props to the sound design because those punches were visceral in my, my ears. The sounds it made was, just, oh, good. Better than a lot of fighting movies. PJ got what punched in the face. So and she had blood. that like black eye for most of the movie. Yep. It was like, and people just come walking around with cuts on them. Um, yeah, bleeding. Yeah, just I punch mean, the nose, blood. And in the end, they completely massacre an entire. Were you expecting them to in, actually like, murder people? No. They murdered people. I, was, I know. That, and it was so casual. Like, they were all just meh. When they were doing the fight, I was like, this is really cool. And then that guy fell on the sword. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> What's happening? They're being murdered. They're actually dying. Um, <laughs> and Josie just yeah, I feel... kicks that dude in the face and kills him. Like, whoa. You know how much force that takes? To kill a man by kicking him in the face? Yeah. Why is Hazel yeah. just got C4? How does she get C4? Yeah, I mean, C4, also the whole, like, pineapple juice and the sprinklers thing. Yep. It was like, I was like, what is their plan? What is their plan? They're like, going to kill Jeff. They're going to kill Jeff. How? How? And then... Pineapple juice. He's pineapple allergic juice to pineapples. is not... Yeah, I'm saying. I, it was like not... Nowhere near what I expected to happen. I don't know how they were going to do it. <laughs> but pineapple juice and the sprinklers was not well, I my suppose guess. Comparing that to the stories that you're told throughout the movie, when when she's visiting her gay Yoda, and she's like, in so and so year they beheaded someone, and the next year they tore his limbs apart, and the year before that he they burned him alive with his dog, like, and then this year they're just gonna spray pineapple juice on him. She's a killer man. Anything that um, made you chuckle, laugh? Like, what did you actually like about this movie? Well, that's the thing. I don't think it sounds so bad when I say I don't really think I laughed at anything <gasps> in this film. It just, it wasn't so my, my humor. I actually laughed out loud I just to myself. I... The, it didn't do that for me, but I'm glad that it did that for you. I just found, again, it's like a humor thing. I realize that you, you are into those, like you watch, oh, you've watched Austin Powers. Yes. Okay. Did you enjoy? I fucking like, love Austin you, Powers. Yeah. You see, like, it's different brands of like yeah. humor i know i get it and like i, I this... understand but i want to know if the if there was anything that struck a chord with you 
this isn't really to the story. I feel like Josie's crush was really beautiful. She stood out to me. Okay. For some reason, Hazel stood out to me. I liked Hazel. I felt like yes. out of all of the characters, she was the most like realistic. She was the most earnest them. because she actually wanted to do this. And she took it seriously. I felt like I maybe that's why I was just like, I feel like she's the only one that's making sense to me right now. <laughs> um, because everybody else is fucking insane. Um, but yeah. In, they had what that, was your... They had that uh, montage scene where after Hazel got the shit beat out of her, um, where everyone sort of split up and it was just, it was shots of everyone in their own worlds. And then there's Doing a shot of yeah. Hazel on the couch just lying there, and then everyone's gathering around her with snacks and they're watching, oh, yes. uh, presumably watching a movie. And you've got you've got Hazel's mom who just slept with Jeff and then you've got Jeff's ex-girlfriend there as well in the same room. And I'm just like, how? How are they being civil? How can they do... Like, that's one of the nice things about this movie is it didn't pit women against women in that way. Whereas, like... Yeah. Where she... Where... Uh, Jeff cheated on her by sleeping with someone else's mom, but she doesn't have any problem with the mom. She Everything's on Jeff. And like, it's fuck Jeff. Jeff yeah. The mom's cool. The mom is actually, because I was looking up, I, I had to Google the mom because there's the scene at the end when the pineapple sprinklers come on and then they're like, oh no, the sprinklers, it's pineapple juice. And she has her little... <gasps> And then she runs and she comes around the corner and she grabs the sprinkler head and she she turns the tap off. And then she has like this, like, she turns the tap off and then she whips her hair and she look, goes, and she looks up towards the camera. And she has that silent, just that moment, solo mo moment behind the wall where she turns the tap off. And I was like, why did she get that moment? What is This is like an Easter egg. This is an homage. And I looked it up. And she's like a tele telenovela star. So she actually, oh, she is a big girl. Yeah. She's one of those like, <gasps> Mi amor, oh my goodness. You know, escandalo. Yeah. She's one of those actresses. So she had her little moment in the film, which was really random, but also it felt telenovela-y. And like, yeah, I guessed it right. So I was like, ooh, brownie points to me. While I'm sitting alone <laughs> in my house just watching a movie, watching um, a film. But they had that montage scene, and then you have that shot, which I was like, "Whoa!" And then you have a shot of PJ just sitting on the bleachers eating a can of spaghettios, <laughs> which was why, oh, yes, yeah, a cold can of spaghettios. Don't knock it till you tried it. No, actually, I really so don't like weird. tinned. And then you get Josie walking and kicking a can in the, and then she meets she meets up with Gay Yoda, who was really useless but really funny. Since you hated the movie, what did you think about? I didn't hate it. <laughs> what did you think about the costume design? The costume design, the costumes were. 
I like them. I feel like, again, nothing truly, like, jumped out at me. What it would was, you say? I liked, um, like, PJ style I quite liked, as well as um, Britney. Mm-hmm. I feel like Britney sometimes wore some really cool stuff. She's actually really like... bright and she owns a successful jewelry company. Um, and her room was so. Oh, it's a mess. Fucking wild. Um, <laughs> I feel like it was, I would say, contemporary. And I feel like maybe it felt slightly. They were like early 2000s vibes. Mm hmm. I think. But that's also, I feel like that plays into my whole, like, it was like a high school movie. Like, high school movies to me are always, like, early 2000s. That's, uh, okay. like, what lives in my head. Because I'm thinking of, like, Mean Girls and yeah. high uh, Sky musical. High. That's a uh, high school movie. Sky High. Um, Can't wait till we do that one. Yeah. What did you think about the football uniforms the fact that they wore them all the time all the time with the studs um with the studs i can just yeah i can imagine what a pain that must have that must have been I mean, Both to, like, act in all the time, and I'm pretty sure in between takes, people were wanting to take a shit ton of stuff off. Yeah, because you've, um, you've got all that athletic gear, but then you've also got, you've got the, the, the padding, the plastic guard padding, and then you've got, the, they, what struck me was the fact that they had the studs. So everywhere they walked was that, oh, yes, yeah, noise. Which I hated. I hated the uniforms. I hated the fact that they wore them the whole time. They're so unflattering. Like you had the guy who yeah. played Jeff is Nicholas Galantino. I don't know how to say his last name. And he, again, big year for him. Bottoms and red, white, and royal blue. Yeah. And in red, white, and royal blue, he's fucking hot. And in this movie, he's disgusting. Like. That outfit was so unflattering. It made him look like a little child. And then red, but red, I mean, white, and royal blue. Like and he's like, mm. duality. I mean, duality it, for me, it was like, meh. It's a football uniform. I like. It's a I mean, football I hate uniform. that they wore it all the time, but I also like that they wore them all the time. It was that's Stuck all they it. were good for. Like yeah. that's all. Their lives were was football. Football. The characters were all really great. Everyone was pretty well written in terms of their own characters, and all the actors understood their characters and they made them their own. You had you had that person who was famous and she had a stalker. Who was she? Oh she yes. Like yeah. She's like, I'm gonna finally re- reverse stalk my stalker. Mm. And then she has her little pinup where they're taking pictures of her to raise funds. And you have that throwaway line of like, don't even let, don't let him take pictures of your toes or something like that. Oh, don't let him touch you between the toes. Like that really was funny. Um, and then you have Hazel's character who was like really serious. And then you have Brittany. I think her name was Brittany. Kaya, whatever her, her mom. 
Do you know who her mom is? Is she her mom's a model? Her mom is Cindy Crawford. Oh yes, yeah, I, I knew that. I did. I, I, I mean, okay. Kaya. I don't think Kaya Gerber is really an actress. I don't know every how much else she's acted, and I think she's also a model. Yes, this is. I, I think this is the first thing I've ever watched with her in. She was in Babylon. Who did she play in Babylon? It's probably not much. I I was thoroughly impressed with her. I liked the way she embodied her character. She was very much yeah. stood in that. Like when she said, uh, my existence revolves around what she does, so I'm just here because she's here. I was like, that's what your character is. It's great. And then she said that thing about being really smart, and I was like, mm, layers. And then you had, then you had that wild card chick who kept screaming, yes, slay. <laughs> she, yeah. Her whole storyline about wanting to kill her stepfather because he likes movie, uh, movie Fridays. When you meet her character, she's kind of crazy. She does that whole like, yes, slay. And she tells like, I'm going to finally kill my stepfather. And then when they're all having that, sincere talk and they're opening up about their lives and she's like well everyone and everyone knows the thing with my stepdad it's just he's so insistent to have like movie fridays and i'm just like ah and I, and then they sort of cut her off and go on to the next character and i'm like wait she wants to kill her stepfather because he wants to watch movies with her just it, wild and then towards the end again slay slay <laughs> I loved her. That just didn't... Maybe... I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. The weirdest one being the goth kid who gets hit with a... Oh, yes. Uh, and he wants to blow up the school. And yes. then at the end, he was like, I was going to do that. Or And that being the final shot of the movie as well. Just this like little throwaway joke. That's why I love this movie. So to wrap up the whole Bottoms experience... What would you rate the movie? I would give it out of 10. I would give it a 5. Okay. 50%. 50% um, movie. Yeah. Okay. 50%. And I would just... I don't even know what to... The, what to like review it review like review your it's honest like a reviewing experience be like you can say like it was not for me th so i mean basically what i said earlier it, it was a, a fun movie to watch uh, entertaining to watch but there was just something missing and a lot of and the humor just wasn't the humor was, I can see why the humor, why some people would enjoy the humor, but it just wasn't my sense of humor. And that is my review. Okay. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not a funny review. It's a serious review. That's fine. Um, but yeah, and you? Out well, of 10? Out of 10, I'd give it nine. A solid four and a half stars. Nine out of 10. Like, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, for my little review, I would just say the humor came out hot and heavy, swinging punches of funny. 
so much happened and it needs to be watched two or three times to actually fully get the masterpiece of art that this movie was. It's a fun, silly there little piece it. of cinema. Silly cinema is back, y'all. <laughs> Polar opposites. So now we don't have that many reviews, but we do have a few reviews for this part, for this episode um, for Bottoms. Here okay. is a review by Reese. It is four and a half stars. If you thought Barbie was the best whimsical satire about feminism and the harms of the patriarchy, featuring music from Charlie XCX with a massive choreographed fight scene between warring factions crafted specifically for lesbians made in the year of our Lord 2023, well, guess again. Bottoms. It has so much in common with Barbie. (laughs) I mean, we didn't even mention that Charlie XCX was was in charge of the music for this movie. As a composer. Yeah. Wild. Well, that was our segue. And speaking of Charlie XCX doing the music for this movie, what did you think of, like, the music? You had Avril Lavigne just drop in. I know, but that's always love some Avril Lavigne. I guess that also feeds into that 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. High school movie vibes. It was great. I fucking loved the end being uh, Party For You by Charlie XCX. Oh, yes. That yeah. was, it was just the perfect song to put there because it sort of encapsulated like, oh, I only threw, I only started this fight club for you. I only threw this party for you. Like, she's a genius. She was like, oh, I wrote a song exactly this. So I'm going to put it in. And I also really love that that song gets a movie feature because I feel like it's an under underappreciated song it's such a good song i'm just glad it had its moment it got me excited it was perfect it was harmonious here is a four and a half star review by clementine letterboxd freaking out about this because half the user base is lesbians with no riz you see i i've been seeing a lot of riz stuff and i have no idea what it is so i i had to google what riz was because i'm old I'm only, I'm 27 years old. I'm, I'm an aged man. I didn't know what Riz was. What do you think Riz what is? What is it? Uh, like pizzazz. You're close. Sex. I don't know. Riz. Oh. Means charisma. Oh. You got charisma. Riz. You got Riz. Wow. Because we can't say charm, apparently, even though charm <laughs> is, means charisma. <laughs> riz. The Riz. But I guess Riz is more sexual okay, than charm. Okay, well, now I know. Here's a five-star review by Wes10. The goat and her goatresses filmed live in Servington County, Cuntville. Wow. <laughs> the goat. The greatest of all time. Yeah. Is that... Okay. Some Gen Z reviews. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Here is a no star review, but it was hearted by Kyle. And Kyle says that this movie has a better bomb scene than Oppenheimer. Does it? No. Would you say? I mean, it's got a funny bomb scene. Oppenheimer's kind (laughs) of sad and depressing, but... eh. Uh, And then here is a four star review. Let's do terrorism. Yes. 
I love the fact that Hazel doesn't understand sarcasm and that being her main character thing is that they always, everything they say, just she runs with it. La Bomb, Juvie. Um, Here's a four-star review by Megan. An Avril Lavigne needle drop. The movies are so fucking back. Avril Lavigne has that, has that effect. Power. Also, it was not, not okay, which... I was also like, oh, yes, love that. And then here is a hearted review by Mythical Calbio. And they say, the first rule of Fight Club, have crazy gay sex. And somebody did have crazy gay sex. Yeah. You didn't see it, but it happened. And that's everything that we have for this movie. Um... But before we wrap up the episode, we do want to give you guys something to take back with you. Um, We have some things to recommend to you to add to your playlist. But before that, we do that. Um, Just a big thank you to everyone who's been listening to this show. We loved seeing your Spotify raps. And if you could take the time to just rate us on Spotify where you're listening to us or on Apple Music, just leave us a little rating. Just up those little stars. You know, give us one star. Give us half a star. Can you do half stars? I don't know. Can you just give us one and give us a review? Us a belief. If it's funny, we'll read it on the podcast. If it's bad, read the fuck out of us. Tell us how annoying and gay our voices are. That's what we want to hear. Feedback. Bully us. I think it'll be fun. Bully us. Um, to be bullied? Yeah. In the podcast. Take forums. me back to primary school. That'd be great. Um, um, but yeah, thank you everyone. Out. Share this podcast with people and just I'm I'm glad everyone's enjoying it and we're so happy to make it. Uh and it's good to see new faces. On to the recommendations. Carl, what do you have to recommend for the listeners today? I have a few songs. I'm yeah. gonna start with Pain by King Princess. Just Pain. That oh, that was my the other the one other that day. was in the movie. Do, um, do, 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 do. Oh, is that why it was in my head? Okay. You didn't. That makes sense. You. Okay. So Carl messaged me. He sent me a voice note. It was like a two. It was a, a day or two days after you would watch the movie. Carl sent me a voice note, and he's like, yeah. "What is that song that goes do?" Do, 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 do. And I immediately texted him back. I was like, oh, that's King Princess. And you were like, thank you so much. It's been stuck in my head. I can't blah, 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 blah. What do you mean you didn't know why it was stuck in your head? Oh, no. As soon as, I mean, I watched that movie that day that you texted me. And I was like, oh, that's why Carl had it stuck in his head. Um. Yeah, I didn't even notice. I didn't realize. You fully watched this movie. And that took that's where it came in. from. Nothing away from it, but I, it's... You just got earworms. It's just been, it's been that type of, I'm watching a lot of stuff. I'm not okay. remembering any of it, though. I'm not actually watching You're a lot of stuff, but I'm watching just... The Nanny. Yeah. Um, um, but yes, your earworm, Pain by King Worm. King, <laughs> King Worm! Pain, King Worm. <laughs> um, that song is an earworm, though. King Princess. Do you... It is an earworm. And that's a sample from where? Anyways, I'm getting too into this. What's your other recommendation? My other recommendation is a song called April by Charmaine Webster. My last recommendation is a song called 40 Hands by Mom Jeans. 
Wow. 40 hands, as in like... Those are my recommendations. 40 hands, as in like 40s? What? Like quartz? 40, like the number, 40 hands. Yeah, but as, hands. A, as a reference into drinking beer? I, I don't know. What it, is there a reference about 40 hands? Yeah, because that's if you... Two quartz, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Maybe. I didn't know that that was a thing. So that is... It has not... The song, I don't think, has anything to do with beer or drinking. Okay. Well, but I'll go listen to it and report called. back. I also think it was in Bob's Burgers for some reason, but oh. it was a different version of the song. Hmm. We're going to turn this band into a mean, lean, mom jeans machine or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, what are your recommendations? Uh, my recommendations for today... And there's a song called All My Ghosts by Lizzie McAlpine, which, yeah, very good. Uh, and then a throwback. How about we go listen to Starry Eyed by Ellie Golding when last? Please tell oh, me you know it. Ellie? No. I don't. From the same album as Lights. I know Lights. Yeah, it's from Obviously, the same album. Who doesn't know Lights? And it's, but I don't know honestly, that song. Just as good. And then my last recommendation Noted. is So Dramatic by Fake Dad. That's song you thought I sent you. Yeah, I couldn't remember where it came from. I was like, this is this. It sounds like something Carl would have sent me because it's by a band called Fake Dad. So now we got Fake Dad and Mom Jeans on the podcast. Mom Jeans. Mom and Dad. Aww. Aww. All right. So. That's right. it from us. If you want to follow us, you can follow us at Dumpster Salad Pod on all social media platforms. You can find Carl at Carly underscore Quinn on all social media platforms. And you can find me at Jamjar underscore RW on all social media platforms. And you can also find me drinking a glass of water in my kitchen at the end of this because I feel like my voice has gone stodgy. Do you have anything to say? Carl has been booked and busy, guys. We're going to do a special episode near his birthday because that's coming up. Just breaking down some of the films. I want to. I want to do that. I want to plug any of your breaking down what film. Some of the films oh, that you've been I feel doing. Like the films have to come out. Oh, they'll probably first. come out. Yeah, but we can talk about your experience. They're already. Um, we're allowed to talk about Slay. The fact that you were on that. Yeah, because it's been. Already it has been announced. So I want to talk through your experience in that, and we'll do that next year have a great i think this is our last episode for the year we are oh fuck i forget we're in december we're almost at the end toodle pit okay bye bye <laughs>